Well, no, okay, couch, the best place to be friends and get your gaming goodness every Monday. My name's Don Blight, and joining me on the couch this week, Ashley Hobley. Hey, Dylan, excited to be here at PAX Online. It's fun to see you all here virtually, unlike usual at PAX. I was about, I was about to say, yeah. I'll say here, Kara Marchant. Hey, everyone, I've got ants in my pants and they just want to dance. See, remember that time we brought up how you usually say stuff? I have to introduce Ash first because you yeah. say stuff that's yeah. related to what he says. Yeah, you fucking shot the foot in that one. Also, here's Shri Sharona. <laughs> remember that time that I didn't come back because of the intros? Hello. <laughs> I mean, it's true. Usually. Hey, I think my I, intro we, game has improved since I had that pointed out to me. My I don't pain. know. I feel like it's gotten worse. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. Okay. <laughs> Boom. Shaka locker. Let's everyone calm down because I'm sure Kieran and Ash are about to argue about a lot of things. Yep. We're about <laughs> to jump right into some hot stuff. So today on the show, Nintendo Switch is getting 4K maybe. We'll discuss that. Ubisoft Direct had a thing. Prince of Persia remake and a couple of things that we'll be discussing. Handful of reviews and some light thoughts on PAX Online because that has kicked off today as of recording, which is Sunday. This is out tomorrow, of course. But first, let's dive into the big news of the week and the thing I'm hinting at that Kieran and Ash are going to be arguing about to the point that even when I recorded Beyond the Strange early in the week, Kieran even goes... Man, do you reckon Ash is really still going to <laughs> pull this shit over? <laughs> so, let's run through in case anyone doesn't know. Xbox Series X slash S release date price and pre-order information was all revealed this week. In case you don't live on the internet or you uh, missed everything the hula following this, this all happened because there was a leak. Uh, the leak has since been revealed to come directly from, I don't know how this happened, but the Xbox uh, presentation that they were planning on releasing this following, the, the week that this podcast is out, uh, Xbox was planning to release this video. It leaked. I watched it all on uh, in full the other day. There's nothing in it that we didn't already know, but that's where all the information came from. How and what and why somehow managed to leak that entire fucking video, I don't know. I kind of feel bad for Xbox because it is... It's like that. It's a full presentation with Phil Spencer and a couple of people all sitting down discussing, teasing, and then going, "All right, and it's time to officially reveal the Xbox Series S." And then it plays a trailer, and like they edited together, and obviously put a lot of time and effort into this, and then they got completely fucked over. Um, and then they had to, in like twenty four hours or less, uh, react to the leak. Then they had to get all the information pretty much down to a blog post when originally it was planned for a full-on pr- presentation which when you think about that that's like a major props uh good job to both the xbox social team and just everyone the higher ups there and everyone just reacting accordingly to kind of uh how we go about that and then what we got was this the xbox series s is real everyone the, the worst kept secret in gaming is a real thing and we got the official prices and release dates for all the consoles so the Xbox Series X and the Xbox Series S will be releasing both on November 10th. The Xbox Series X will cost 749 Australian dollars. The Xbox Series S will cost 499 Australia dollars. Both pre-orders will open next week, September 22nd. It is a Tuesday. The other piece of news for all of this that paired it all up together was that EA Access is going to become, and we can break this all down in, in, in a second, but EA Access is going to be joining Xbox 
Xbox Game Pass Ultimate and for PC Game Pass subscribers for free. Um, and if you already subscribed to EA Access, you will get to tie that in over to Xbox with no additional cost. And then, of course, Telstra announced the partnership for the Xbox All Access program. I don't have the numbers here, but I think it's something like $48 a month for the Xbox Series X if you want to go about paying off your console over a 24-month period. That is the key pieces of information. So I'll start with Kieran because I feel like he would have to be the most uh, positive. What are your overall thoughts on just the whole clusterfuck and the price and all that stuff? I mean, it overall, leaks suck, and I think leaks are getting worse and worse as time goes by. I think as a gamer, it's becoming, or part of the gaming industry, it's becoming harder and harder to be surprised by things because people are just going out of their way to, to find things and leak things through one way or another. Um, I think overall fairly good i think it came in the xbox series x coming in at that 750 price point that a lot of people were kind of predicting is a good thing um for me i think when i looked at them uh the series s was underwhelming in many ways because i think as as we've spoke about on this show i'm very excited for the playstation 5 discless the discless edition for that console um all having, digital's the official yes name yeah the that having that alternate but being that being the same hardware the same everything else is just the fact that it's got no disk drive um is, is very appealing to me because digital only everybody changed to digital it's the way of the future um but then to find out that okay but this distance version the series s has lower specs in general than the the series x um a lot of apparently i read today that apparently a lot of the uh xbox series x enhancements won't work for the uh, series s so you're going to be missing out on some of that because it can't do the 4k um i think it could only do 144p upscaled i think was what i read for the, uh, the no xbox series s does 140 144 one fucking hell does 2k that was easier for me to yep. say for some reason yeah it does 2k uh all natural it does 4K upres. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So, I just think it's it's interesting. I love the fact that um, how like they've revealed how small the console is. Like that, the Series S is tiny. The fact that it was then pointed out that in Phil Spencer's previous interviews, he has had one in the background of the shot every time. And apparently, it's not the only place that they've been seen. Apparently, there are other places um, in interviews. So it's kind of been staring people in the face. Uh, it's a very interesting design, the overall for the the Series S. I think it looks looks more like a speaker or a single like deck that a DJ would spin spin the vinyls on. Um, but <laughs> but I think it was pretty good. I, I'm 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 very thankful that like I will be taking advantage of trading deals for EB Games to um, make the the console a bit cheaper going Series X. I think I was literally before this broke. I was a bit. I was actually thinking, okay. If I'm getting discless for both of these consoles, how do I do? If I ever want to watch a Blu-ray, do I am I going to go buy a player? Probably not. Um, but now Series X has forced me to have one, so you know that's that's a good point. Um, and also, I think how Xbox handled the whole leak was really well. The moment I saw on Twitter, they used the uh, like the monkey puppet um, like awkward look uh, meme, like just as a post. <laughs> yeah. I was like. <laughs> good good job xbox like you guys could have or whoever's doing their social media because the you know as a company you could have very easily been freaked out and panicked a lot of what happened but to take it in your stride 
to give it a funny moment and then to come out and explain what's going on and give out all the information i think it's really good um and i think it puts as dylan and i were discussing um the other day when we recorded beyond the strange it 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 puts playstation in a hard position i think because i don't know if playstation can beat the prices that xbox has put out and if they don't beat the prices as dylan um mentioned that like they don't beat the prices here it's like what the what's the point of playing price chicken with each other right now it was just well i was saying this whole game of chicken is just utterly pointless if playstation now comes out and charges way more for their console because it's like well if you're gonna do that anyway just you could have fucking done that without playing this whole mm. silly game of, well, wait to see what Xbox is doing. Okay, well, you waited to see what they're doing, so you're going to undercut them or at least price match, or else there was no point to to this whole fuck around. All right. Um, Ash. Uh, yeah, Burn I think. to go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Price-wise, I think it's it's lower than I think we're, a lot of us were expecting. I think a lot of us were expecting the 850-ish mark. I don't know. If you go back, listen to it's mm. one of the first episodes of Radio Watson. We all, a lot of people within the Australian gaming industry, gave their thoughts on what prices were going to be. Uh, be interested to see who hit the nail on the head. But uh, yeah, the Series S. I didn't expect it. I honestly didn't expect it to be there at launch. I thought it was going to be something down the line, just purely because it makes more sense to sell as many X's as you can in that first allotment period, I think there'll be a lot of disappointed children at Christmas time when their parents buy them an Xbox, Xbox Series S when they wanted an Xbox Series X, I think is the only thing. Uh, <laughs> you mean when they get an oh, Xbox Grinch. One S instead of an Xbox Series Yeah, probably. Series S. I mean, that's probably what's going to happen because it's. I know they've been discontinued, I believe, is the thing. Uh, so, like, retailers aren't getting new stock, but I'm sure they've got a lot of leftover Xboxes in the warehouses and that kind of thing, especially places like Kmart's and your big W's and your big big... Big retailers. Didn't Kmart stop selling consoles and game stuff like years ago? Yeah. I think so too. Yeah. 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 But I thought they spat it and they're like, nah, we're not doing I think this shit Target anymore. Still does. Target still does. Yeah, Target still sells stuff. Target, stuff. Still I mean, sells no. stuff. Okay. Target yeah. and <laughs> Kmart while they're still open. <laughs> no, Big W while they're still open. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, it's fine. I mean, the Xbox Series X kind of looks silly, uh, but I don't I think <laughs> with the big heating. Pew pews black circle on the side looks like a void into nowhere or or like i'm gonna be able to order my mcdonald's run drive through the drive-thru <laughs> what what it's like the speaker thing in the drive-thru yeah you have it, they look like okay sure <laughs> can i have yeah. a big mac sir <laughs> no. yeah <laughs> i mean maybe it's got uh, uh the connect built in or you know Cortana. No, the Kinect to be able to talk. Ashley Hobby, it's the Kinect the voice. That's a giant just microphone a on big the top. Vent. I'm sorry to spoil everyone's bubble, but it is literally just a big vent that's probably necessary because of how fucking small and tiny it is that they need a big <laughs> vent. Massive uh, vent. Shree, what yeah. do you what have you made of everything? I think with the look wise, I stand with Kieran on this one. I don't mind the look of it. And I think it's because it's different to most consoles. But I mean, they they've definitely opened themselves up to two different markets. You've got two different pr- price points. Like you were saying, there are going to be people that are disappointed at that for Christmas they're getting um, the S. But at the same time, there's an option there. It's not different to the Switch where you've got the light and the normal Switch now. That's just how I kind of see it. It's like you've got two different markets now that you can scoop them all up and 
And especially munch like, up the money. Know, if you're in Ashley's position where you don't even have HDTV, you can you can, <laughs> yeah. you can spend a little less on it. You don't have to go the full the full shebang. I mean, I'm more likely to pick up a series at S than I am in exactly, a series X. Exactly, 100%. Exactly. And do you know, like, the, the other thing it probably does as well, like, I mean, I think we are expecting that the PlayStation is going to be quite, like, I would expect a bit more, quite a bit more expensive. But it opens up to the fact that if people are looking at buying two consoles and say they're a PlayStation person, but they're, like, Oh, but maybe I could also get this S because it's not that much extra money. So now I can have two consoles instead of just the one. I mean, I uh, let's ask that then. So if the if the if the PS Five is five forty nine and and that's announced on Thursday, is is a hundred dollars more? For the console with less terabytes, going to cause uh, less teraflops. Sorry, not terabytes. It could have less terabytes. I don't well, know. I think, um, is that going to cause a fuss? Or I really hate people arguing about the the tech in these consoles because I had so <laughs> many people. I saw somebody bragging about the CPU in the the Xbox online, and I was like, "Idiot! It's a CPU. Okay, it's better, but there's still like the GPUs are still comparable." PlayStation 5 has a SSD that's going to shit all over whatever the Xbox has in it. Like, Well, that's the funniest thing is the Xbox Series X doesn't actually have an SSD and Xbox Series S does. Yeah, because it has to have... Yeah. (laughs) yeah. (laughs) It's it's, it's ridiculous. And I think it will be interesting to see load times on the Xbox Series X to see, especially without an SSD, to see, okay, what has Xbox done here to make load times amazing? Because... Everything we're hearing about PlayStation, especially from you know the Epic Game CEO, came out and said, "Look, this stuff is this stuff is awesome." And thanks to it, like we could see the Unreal Engine in proper full use. Um, I, I'm 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 interested. I do think I don't. For me personally, I don't think it. I I don't think it matters if the PlayStation is a hundred dollars extra. I think if it starts pushing more than that, I'd be a little bit worried. Yeah. Mm. yeah think, well, here's like the other question too. Here's the other question too: Is like if you're a gamer that likes to travel, quite, and they you travel quite a bit, but for extended periods of time, if you have the S, are you more likely to try and pack that in your suitcase and take it with you? I mean, it depends on how heavy it is. I'll, I I will interject straight away because no, no, it could no just be more no, dense. In, you're, you're all you're all. No, wrong the reason the X, X is so big is it needs so room, so much more room for the air flow. <laughs> yeah, you're all wrong because Xbox is trying to push this xCloud narrative. So in Xbox's world, they they're trying to now push this whole you're playing Forza, whatever the hell, on your Xbox at home. You then pick up and you play on your phone through the xCloud. But thing. but Dylan, we live in Australia. You were still supposed to get it at some point. But Dylan, we live in Australia. Whether it'll work or not, <laughs> it won't work for especially you. For, in especially Brisbane, for but- yeah, especially for actually in Brisbane, not going to work. Never. Don't well, even try. Mine was just like a generalized question. I think it's more likely. I think, especially for you know, for the worst thing about old school land parties with friends was lugging everything there, like lugging like <laughs> you know heavy consoles and cables and stuff. If it's all neat and small, that'd be really cool. Especially for people who you see nowadays, we see a lot more people having these kind of um, travel cases where it has like a built-in screen yep. and everything for the consoles. I think the 
console being smaller is is more um, valuable to that market. Yep, I, think, I reckon that's incoming. Put it down, travel case. Mm. Yeah, I mean, the really good thing is you just pull <laughs> it out when you need to use it and then when you're not using it, you take it and you stick it on the bookshelf like Phil Spencer's doing. Exactly. You know? What they really 100%. meant was Xbox you know. Switch. <laughs> that's what they meant to call it. They just had to drop off a few letters. <laughs> <laughs> Dylan's face I mean, says no. I'm surprised they just didn't call it the Xbox Game Pass box because honestly, that's kind of what they're expecting it to be. Uh, it's please subscribe to Game Pass box. No, because they're- people already have subscribed to Game Pass. They don't have to. Please, if but you please no, honestly, keep subscribing. I will always say if you have an Xbox <laughs> and you haven't subscribed to Game Pass, you're doing it wrong. Like you tell you what, out. it's great for gamers, but with this extra cut for EA out of their Game Pass fee every month, and where's all this money going? I would like to again point <laughs> oh out goodness, we don't Ashley. exactly another percentage know, of that automatically we go don't to EA exactly each month. know. Here's here's my key question because you you often complain about Game Pass. Obviously, do you <laughs> care I complain? About- I just question. Yeah, no, but you I, like, are you are you care are you complaining and caring slash about Xbox or like the developers getting shafted on their games on the service? I just don't know how it lasts unless the yeah. user base grows <laughs> exponentially. Well, they reckon they've got millions and millions. They've got of millions subscribers. of subscribers. <laughs> yeah, I think. Why does that I feel play like with- actually, yeah, but game development actually, is getting more and more expensive every year. So, so the, I feel like we. Yeah, and they like, just bought like <laughs> 10 studios. No, but here's what we do know. Just in case anyone out there doesn't wants actual real facts. <laughs> we don't actually know how this works. However, we do know that they have a shit ton millions of subscribers. And that's at somewhere between $15 to $20 depending on what they're paying per month. So Xbox is making a fuck ton, a fuck ton per month on this service. And obviously they seem happy with it because they're expanding it the the one key part i would care about is and the, the question we've had answered by several different developers in interviews when developers have been asked hey your games on xbox game pass was that good for you had the money work out and every time i've seen an interview with a developer talk about it they have said that they got more money that, that, that they got more money than them what they originally projected to make for their title if they was going to sell it straight up. So, because I reckon so it Xbox works similar to... So Xbox is overpaying everybody to be on Game Pass. Was the, it's no, not even I, overpaying. I, like, Tim Schafer came out and said, hey, Devil Fine, Xbox came with us with a massive bag of money and it really helped everything. Like, it was... Like you got to remember that Xbox work. has a fuck ton of money because they're from Microsoft and Microsoft have the money to uh, bank... Yeah, that's why Mixer is still a thing. Well, they closed that so they could put that money into fucking Xbox Xbox Game Pass. Pass, Yeah, clearly. I I assume assume that Xbox Game Pass works similar to PlayStation Plus in that if you download a game, it triggers on them that this game's been downloaded and then the developers get paid... Uh, for a percentage for how often their games are downloaded or what, like how that works out. In other words, if you download a game and don't play it for a game pass or you only play for half an hour, you're probably still putting a couple bucks into the developer's pocket. So, actually, if you want to help developers make money, 
you need to at least once a month sit down and download every single game from Game Pass so every developer on there gets some money. I just think that Ashley's too committed to this. From I am. That is a large percentage of the bit. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, with if they could just provide some financial things, I'll sign an NDA as to why. <laughs> you know? <laughs> <laughs> a couple guys in I mean, black suits turn up at yeah. Ashley's house. <laughs> but I think with on top of that, obviously the Xbox All Access thing they've been doing with you subscribing to it was in America it previously. Yeah, they're doing it again. Um, pretty much making it like a almost like a phone plan where you're paying it off over a 24 month period. Um, it's just furthermore making gaming a subscription thing, and I think. It isn't the best thing for the entire industry. Where every we're going to get to a point where people aren't going to buy games because it's not part of a subscription. I think, or it's going to turn a lot of people off because they have to pay full price for a game instead of having to get it for my monthly fee of twenty five dollars a month. Is that what happened with Blu rays and Netflix? Or to a lot of people, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Bloody steel books and four K movies are just vanishing. How many people have we said seen on a? In, on Twitter and that during this pandemic, say why don't uh, Disney, Warner Brothers, everybody just release their stuff on Netflix or Disney Plus or one of the streaming services? But but on that, on the other hand, is is this subscription model? I'd like to because I I would l- honestly like to know how many people are uh, have taken on this subscription model, like how many people actually do sign a twenty four m- month contract and do that? Because honestly, if that is giving more people the ability to purchase next and current generation games consoles. What's wrong with that? If they're then buying games to play on those, because they're not, it's not like they're getting the games on top of that. Yes, with the, I'm, I'm sure with the subscription plans, you're probably getting Game Pass with them um, in one form or another, but it's then enabling people to go out there and buy games for developers for a console mm. that they might not have had access to for several years after its release. But every single game, yeah, could- Xbox game, is playable <laughs> on Xbox One. No, the next two no. years, two three years. Uh, that's first party. Sure, that's the message they've been giving. Every first party first game, yeah. Party titles, yes. Not all the third party, second party, party relations, well, or whatever. I feel like a it. large majority of them will be uh, for a while yet. Yeah. I know. I don't know them all off the top of my head, but I, I think a, a key one that a lot of people miss out on is that. Um, that game that Remedy was doing the single player campaign for that Crossfire Crossfire X Crossfire so Crossfire X the single player which is X is Microsoft's got that as an Xbox Series X exclusive it's not coming to PC it's only will it come to Series S console Mm, I would assume so yeah it's just like Series it probably just doesn't play in 4K so so are these going to be Xbox Series exclusives yes is that the yeah, marketing they're going with? It's yeah. confusing. It is confusing. Um, the the thing is with the Series S that uh, in a lot of ways, I feel like most people would actually be perfectly fine with a Series S because 2K, uh, the console does 120 frames per second. Because nobody cares about 4K, 4K 60 frames per second, yes. Well, a lot of people just can't. A lot of people can't tell the difference, and two uh, uh, more people would probably actually tell the difference with frame rate, which is probably depending tell, on the, the game. Yeah. If you can, then four K. You, you, you only notice the difference when you start 
playing on it regularly and then try and go down is when mm. you notice frames generally. Yep, so just keep people at the lower level so they never go up and get disappointed. Leave them in blissful ignorance. You know what? I think we should never have improved on the PlayStation 1. Like, we, just, we should just have <laughs> left it there, right? Like, we should have just never improved past that point. Just, there's your PlayStation 1, guys. Um, we don't want to disappoint you with the future, so here it is. We'll just keep it. We'll send you a case <laughs> every few years. <laughs> well, there, there's a point. There's like It's like the Uncanny Valley, you know? What? What? <laughs> what? No, it, it's fine. Don't worry. <laughs> um, as I move towards wrapping up, I'll I'll try to get out some of my other quick thoughts before. Yep. Should we move on? Uh, <laughs> I, in my opinion, you don't need to interrupt Ash. EA coming to EA Play coming to Game Pass is fantastic, and the fact that it's not going to cost uh, a dollar more for the people who are already paying for it, like you know myself, Kieran over there, whatever. Like obviously having that library of games. And that they're obviously going to have a partnership with EA, not just on uh, the the Game Pass service, but also I would assume on all their games going forward because they've obviously gotten to bed with EA for this uh, generation. So I'd expect upcoming uh, whatever Star Wars, FIFA's, or whatever, which is interesting, of course, because I feel like EA was actually sided on PlayStation for this past yeah. generation. So it seems they're going to be swapping out of beds for this one, and then. Um, I've kind of the I because because I watched that whole um as I said the presentation that leaked that this all this information came from it's I just again like I kind of, the fact that it was only a week away at first because when when all this stuff started leaking I was like oh thank God you know good someone leaked this they forced their hand I'm sick of playing this stupid game of chicken I was kind of all like that but then the fact that it was only a week away, I'm like, oh, like I could, if I'd known it was a week away, I would have been happy to just wait and uh, see their presentation as it was, as it was told. Like if they leaked this stuff three weeks ago, I would have been like, you know what, good, fuck them. Like let's stop messing around. But um, then, then it's going to be interesting to see how much when we watch the PlayStation One on Thursday, like how much of that, depending on like the price or if there's any jokes in it or anything that like have they quickly are they filming this all in. In a lot of it in response it has it always just been sitting in the toaster ready to to pop you know like it's going to be interesting to find out how much of it was retroactively uh put forward uh but of course tune into platinum explosion if you want to hear me and ash will be doing an early episode of late edition uh, l- uh, yeah late edition uh that will post early thursday morning following the showcase because uh, it kicks off at 6am this Thursday if you are interested. And then I'm sure we'll be discussing the, the full-on Xbox versus PlayStation price and stuff again on here next week anyway. So do you reckon I, I have, when, okay, when people's subscriptions feel, like cut out in two years, they release an Xbox Series X Plus so they can get them in again with the new console? No, because I'll still have them on for... They'll have to start paying for Game Pass. What do you mean if their subscription runs out? They're paying for this subscriptions. Yeah, but he means no, for, for like the, the Xbox month, All Access. Like, yeah, for the twenty-four month uh, plan when for the console. When they're doing it through Telstra, but then they have to start buying Game Pass. Then they have to start so, buying Game Pass. Like that's included as part of the deal. But then I'll have to continue paying for it. No, but this that's fine. Ashley, what happens <laughs> your phone plan? I feel like they're trying plan. to go super hard on this phone subscription model. 
Are they? Oh, now this is the new thing. I don't. I think you're just pulling this out of your ass. To be no, honest. I saw Alana Pierce talking about it on her, her channel. So that's where this is coming from. It is. It is like going on a phone plan, but it's not actually. I don't see anything wrong with it because I think someone did the maths in, and I don't think it's the same for Australia. No, I don't think they're going to the screw the, you or anything. No, yeah, I think actually on the American <laughs> price, it worked out you saved money somehow, yeah, which is probably. weird. Yeah. If you if you actually pay it off that way, <laughs> I think in Australia, like, I'm in. And I think in Australia you pay more though. I mean, it's especially pretty easy. I've already got a Telstra account, so. <laughs> yeah. In today's climate, as well, with people you know struggling with finding employment and keeping steady employment in Australia and around the world with the pandemic, some people might not be able to find eight hundred dollars, but they they're going to be able well, to find. They here's might be here's how I here's how I boil it down. Um, if you've got the money to pay for it outright, you should because it's just going to work out better for you. So obviously, if you're smart like me and started putting away money fucking 12 months ago, like a good boy for these next generation consoles, this none of these prices are going to hurt my dear heart because I'm like, I was prepared for such high prices. Um, for people who are like, oh, fuck yeah, next gen console might want one of those, eh? Um, then I guess then this is where the Xbox all access thing works out. And in a lot of ways, it may actually mean that, you know, we won't know for sure how the tale is told until a year into the next generation, but we, we may actually see more people picking up Xboxes than PlayStations for all we know, simply because the, the entry of access is a lot more accessible at a monthly thing chucked onto their phone plan. Than having to buy a PlayStation straight out of pocket, you know, and well, I don't know. We'll, we'll find out. I, d- I don't know what people will do. Who's to say? Um, I will say also, we put out a poll on the tw- Twitters after this, and I, I said, uh, uh, now that we have the price for Xbox Series X and Series S, will you be pre-ordering one? So the winning vote was thirty-five percent for. I'm waiting on the PlayStation Five price, and the second thing was twenty thirty-five percent. Oh, tight. So thirty-five percent also said nope. Uh, 20% said yes, this is the Xbox Series X, and 10% said no, I'm getting the Xbox Series S. So at least it wasn't nothing for the old Series S over there. Which good I think you. that's actually pretty good for, especially us having a community base that is PlayStation kind of focused. I think those margins are pretty good. Is PlayStation focused? You couldn't, you, you, you think? A mm, little bit, <laughs> tiny, tiny bit, you know? Bit. No, I think we're, we're pretty unbiased here at... Uh, Explosion Network. Mm, Ashley, Ashley Hobley, your Crusader outfit is showing. (laughs) Is it though? I said it for you. (laughs) Also, there's still time for this not to come out in November. I mean, 2020, am I right, people? Just just shut the fuck up. Just (laughs) (laughs) shut the fuck up. I had to say it. Ashley Ashley Hobley is the only person actively like protesting and fighting for it to be delayed. All these consoles to be delayed. Alright, I did post a a couple of reviews, so I'll go over... Um, of course, these are all up on the website, explosionnow.com. The first one I wrote up a review for was Best Friend Forever. This was a game that we, uh, well, Ash, I only had a quick go at, and then Ash, I think, played it at PAX last year, right? We played a similar amount Which, at PAX last yeah, year. Yeah, we did. Similar. I, I thought I only played it for like two minutes, and then I was like, oh, I'll move on. Um, I ended up giving it a five, I ended up giving it a 5.5, so I didn't end up loving it as much as I originally thought. Everything that, uh, we liked about it from the show stands in that, 
has a ma- amazing art style. It's cute and colorful. Um, petting dogs is fun. The dogs are cute. All that stuff. So from a surface level, it's it's great. What I didn't like is that once you actually get into it, it tries to do two things and does. It's one of these games that does neither of them particularly well. So, the, the game is a dating sim slash uh, like visual novel. So it's all just reading mm-hmm. text, clicking through, making making choices. Um, I would say I'm well versed in these games, but I've played a, a handful, so I, I have some comparison level here. Um, and then what this game does to make it unique, of course, is that y- you pick up a, a dog early in the game after moving to this new new town. Uh, we've adopted one, I should say. You adopt the dog, and then at all points in the game, your dog is in the bottom right-hand corner of the screen. So it's kind of like having a dog Tamagotchi where you, every now and then it'll like, oh, you have to pet it, or like it'll it'll be like, oh, your dog pulled away, and you have to like quickly pull the mouse down and uh, pull it back and these sorts of things, or it'll, it'll drop a doo-doo, and then you have to pick up the bag and drop it into the bin, like little things like that. And in between the weeks in the game, you can train it in different sorts of things. So charisma, sociability, um, sports shit, like all different things. But that's why it starts annoying. Important question. What breed of dog yes. did you get? I played it twice. So I played it with two out of the four. I played it with the um, the the Shinzu. What are they called? The sh- fucking the oh, fuck. I can't remember the name of the. What are they called? The little cute one. What's the, the chuff cheese ball? Whatever it's called. Okay, you remember yeah, the one that's on uh, the, the the first one they they the, the the one they announced the game. I'll in. look it up. It's all good. You look it up. You got it. And I played it with like the German Shepherd or whatever it was as well. Because it only takes about three hours to beat. Um, yeah. So uh, all this stuff. So you, and then you interact with I think it's like six different characters. Shiba Inu. And it's the there you go. That's the one. Yeah. Um, very cute. Cheese ball. I, I left as default name because cheese balls. Cheese balls kind of fun. Uh, so then you can interact with these uh, different people and you can date all of them. But this is where the, 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 the game kind of falls apart for me is because I thought going into it, obviously there's different sorts of characters uh, that you can date and romance and that's the point of the game. And I assumed that the dog elements would tie in and it would be like, oh, you have to train your dog in like certain different things so it helps uh, attract the other person and, the, you know, like different elements. But none of it matters. Like it doesn't matter what you train your dog in. It's just to win random medals that don't actually affect anything. And then also the other weird thing is that romancing anyone in the game is just pretty much as easy as just like clicking on them every time you see them. And then it doesn't matter what you click on. You can't really get them to hate you. And then you can date every, you can date several people at the same time. And there's like no mm. negative effects for it. And that kind so of just annoys like me real in life. these games. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> actually. <laughs> That's a joke. Mm. So, um, I, yeah, it's, it's, it's weird because it's like the dog is cute, but then all the dog training stuff doesn't have any negative or positive effects for the game. And then the dating stuff it, on its own isn't actually that interesting either as, as, as much as the personalities, uh, some of the personalities are fun and interesting. Um, so it just, it just kind of, it does two things and neither very well. So that's why I gave it a 5.5. I still think it's, uh, if you, pick it up it is like three hours it is cute fun the first time but most of these visual novel romance games have a lot of replayability and people love going back through but there's really no need to this one because there's no like experimentation like everything's just why do i need to pick a different dog it doesn't matter why do i need to train my dog in different ways it doesn't matter like there's no all the stuff that kind of make the genre what it is just don't exist in this so that was um kind of annoying so only Uh, only three hours long did you say 
Yeah, it's only three hours. Jeez. Yeah, it's not very. It's not very. It's not very long, which I which wasn't really a problem if it had more um, reason to replay. replay it. I guess, which it doesn't. I so. guess if you're a slow reader, you can add like an extra hour. It's voice acted. Uh, right? Is it fully voice uh, acted? Not all of it. It is voice acted. Not all of it though. But there is voice actors for majority of the the stuff that's happening in the game. Um, and it's very inclusive, you know, like it's, it's got a whole cast of characters on the, um, and like, you don't have to pick like, oh, I'm gay, straight, bi, like whatever. So it's just like, you can date whoever you want. So it's just go, go for gold, flirt with everyone as I did. Um, so go do what you go do, Ash. Uh, so like the second review I put up, <laughs> yeah, uh, second review I put up was for Arena Secret of Seasons. So this is, uh, published by Modus Games. He did that, um fucking a scully game i talked about like a month ago i gave this one a four this one wasn't too hot either so it's i've, I've had a week for it uh this is a cool game on paper it's basically obviously heavily heavily inspired by like uh zelda games it's uh 3d zelda games it's it plays this girl ari who at the start of the game these there's, there's different realms four different areas of this this realm and they each hold a season like one's the winter area of this world one's the summer season and blah 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 anyway some magic wizards causing shit to go crazy and all the seasons are going hurrah so you set out as Ari to be this you know go out and stop her put a stop for all this you get heart containers like Zelda that create your life there's boss battles there's several different dungeons where there's puzzles to solve and the puzzle elements are the best part of the game because you get different elements that you can cast like little domes of winter or summer or uh, spring or whatever. And they cause different things. So like if you're around a puddle, it'll cause it to freeze and that you can use that to do puzzles where you can like freeze blocks to climb things. Uh, there's certain areas where you can uh, turn it to, I can't remember if it's spring or summer. One of them turns stuff to like near certain things that will cause them to spring vines. So then you can climb certain things. And that's when the game's at its best. But other than that, it falls apart among a utter buggy fucking mess. And I probably would have gave it a little bit of a higher score if it just wasn't as buggy. There's several times in the game where I just straight up turned invisible and I'd be running around and I'd have to like uh, either reload a checkpoint or something to get my character model load back in. Uh, the frame rate goes to shit pretty much all the time. There's texture popping left, right, and center as you're walking around the, the open world. Uh, I mean, the textures on all, if you freeze at any point in time, they just look absolutely I mean, if you look too hard at anything, you, you find there's ugliness among everything but Ari. Like, Ari's a great character, uh, well-written, and the story is actually quite interesting if you pay attention to it. Uh, and by the end, I was like, wow, this game went in way deeper story than I thought this was, this was originally going to go. But boy, no one, not enough people are going to play this game. But So that one is not too hot. And then, of course, we talked about it last week, so I won't talk about it again, but my final tell me why review is up i gave the the whole thing an 8.5 and then also if you've waited till the end of the season to play it uh now don't forget to go listen to me here and discuss uh the the finale or each episode by each episode on uh, the beyond the beyond the strange podcast feed where we just uploaded the latest well, episode we really did do beyond the strange like we were well beyond the strange into a different yeah. franchise it was it was quite explorative that's true the don't nod multi-universe uh and now pax online is kicking off of course we did like a brief rundown i think it was last week or whatever when i said reminded everyone that it was a thing that was actually happening um i want to say and we'll talk uh, about it again next week but i'm straight up going to put 
put this ad in now. This thing is how you do these online events. This is definitely, and I said last week that I thought this was going to be the best of these online events I've seen so far, and it, so far it has proved to be the best uh, for several reasons. A, it's fucking nine days of 24-hour panels. That is insanity. Like, to, when you think about the logistics <laughs> of organizing all that stuff, utterly insane. The fact that the stream, I've had the stream on all day from when I woke up at 5 a.m. this morning, whatever the hell it was, until we started recording this, and I've, I've turned it off and out. But other than that, I've had it running in the background all day, paying attention to the ones I want to, and then, like not to the ones, just background noise for the other ones. And it hasn't dropped once. The other thing that I think is really cool that they're doing is if you go to the PAX website, you can join the Discord for the PAX thing. And I think it's kind of cute that they literally have a channel, like it's called Standing in Line or something like that. Like they've got, they've set up a million fucking channels and the amount of people that's in this Discord, just all day I've seen people non-stop talking that they have one that's like uh, line simulator is what it's called and people are literally in there just chit-chatting uh as as they would mingling talking as people would in pax lines uh they then have different channels set up for the different uh because there's three pax uh streams so then instead of because the the twitch chat's just set to subscribers only so barely anyone's talking in it where everyone's actually talking about the panels is on the the discord and because most of the panels so far have been pre-recorded it means that i've seen lots of people who are actually in the panels then interacting with people and answering questions about stuff in the discord so like even when i was watching the film victoria one this afternoon where a whole heap of developers and two people from film victoria were discussing what it takes to get your game uh, funded by film victoria people were asking questions in the discord like how do i go about this how hard is it how many things get nominated thing it's like it's not what you would usually get if that panel was on, actually on at pax because of course everyone would just be sitting there watching whereas people were watching it and then also getting their questions answered by the people who are on their screen at the same time and i'm like this thing is actually kind of cool so overall so far i would say that pax is really cool there's a shit ton of demos uh available on steam i've tried out a handful so far i've put up a preview article for dap uh, which also has a uh, an interview component with the developers of that one because uh, husband and wife team from Melbourne, the game is, uh, they say it's inspired by Legend of Zelda and Studio Ghibli, which I didn't get at first, but when they pointed out that it's from the little creatures from Princess Mononoke, I was like, ah, yes, I see it now. I totally missed that at first. But uh, that is like a horror, weird, fucking trippy game. Go read that one. And I put up a preview piece for unpacking as well. I played the demo for that. Um, of course, we talked. About, we would have talked about that last year at PAX. It's the game where you literally just unpack things, and I like it. Other people are going to find that completely mundane and boring. They've added more of a narrative to it since I played it last year, so now it's just instead of random people's places, stuff you're unpacking, you're unpacking the same person's stuff across multiple years, so you actually get to see sort of a, a narrative happening in the background as you okay. see this person carry some progress, uh, some items from their childhood through to their adult years, and you'll obviously see some drop away, and you kind of just have to piece together what's happening in their life based upon that stuff. Ash, have you watched anything? Have you played anything? No, I haven't watched anything. I tried, like, tried out a couple of demos, um, a couple of puzzle ones. I tried to uh, swap it showdown, which is like a uh, match three sort of game with with uh, magical girl spin, I guess is kind of thing. Super hard. I mean, <laughs> uh, because this one it's not like 
dropping. It's not like Tetris. It's like you switch. Is that the one where they're they're, fl- they're like on a? No, it's not the one where it's like they're floating on the swinging like arm. Or that's a different one. No, that's uh, what is it? Topple pop. No, that's it. Which yeah, I played yeah. as well. That one's <laughs> okay, interesting. Okay. It's a more of a physics kind of thing where you play as like a monkey or some sort of animal coming down from a rope, dropping pieces, uh, trying to match four bi- like pieces like touching each other. Uh, and there's a couple of other different mechanics in that that's kind of interesting. Uh, but yeah, the swap out one's difficult. Just I don't know. My brain's not just couldn't. I, I like failed both of the levels like several times. Like had enough. Uh, <laughs> uh, a lot of them are actually like online, like co-op stuff. So it's a bit difficult to play a lot of stuff unless you guys want to jump on later. Uh, but I checked out Justice Sucks Recharged, which is I think they've got a promotion going at the moment. Uh, win a Nintendo a, Switch or a vacuum, right? Or a vacuum, which is what I want. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, which is like Rumu, the the really nice sentient vacuum game that we had a couple of years back except super violent and you're trying to ki- take out all these people that are trying to steal stuff from wherever you're it's a killer vacuum yeah. did you just it's say killer vacuum was a nice was nice because what no, rumor was though, nice himself rumor the actual right, vacuum okay. itself was nice this one is not this right. is like killer assassin more like a bodyguard <laughs> so or something of, like that the type of vacuum you want guarding your house then Yes, so it like sucks up stuff like um, like chairs and face, like like a vacuum. Thank you, Shereen. no, like bigger stuff like chairs and other robots and stuff, and then you can blow them out at the enemies, uh, or then you can hack other different things around the area to like explode against the enemies, and then once you kill, but the isn't enemies, that making can... more of a mess for him? To yes, it up? is creating up more of a mess. Uh, because then when you defeat the enemies, they like bleed all over the place and then great. You can vacuum them up and it's a, it's a, it's a pretty great animation. I'm going to probably put a couple of gifts up later. Uh, but yeah, the body bits go everywhere and like bits of the, like the cartoon steak meats pop out all over the place. It's pretty great. <laughs> yep. made so by that one Samurai is justice sucks Punk? recharged. Samurai Punk is a Melbourne-based development studio, I believe. <laughs> Wait, yeah. Is it is it a wireless vacuum? Because if it was a yeah, it's one of those little like Rumo. Yeah, it's, it's like a Rumo uh, thing. I'm just double checking. I'm just double checking. Like Henry. Sometimes. Like Henry. Yeah, exactly. It could be a Henry. Where you know, you know how much of a pain it is when you get to the end of the cable and you have to go. Uh, you know what? I've just let's move on. No, nope. vacuumed enough for the day. Yeah. What are we, the well-played podcast? Jesus Christ, move on from the fucking Yeah, vacuum. well, you know what? This Look, all we can say is this segment just sucks. Shout-outs. Shout-outs. Um, are you playing anything else? <laughs> Shout-outs. No, that's kind of it at the moment. I've got a few other ones downloaded that I'll get to probably. Cool. Uh, yeah, there's a couple. I will, one that I will mention that I tried to play and then realized it was a co-op game was uh, Kiwi. It, it looks like a co-op typing game. What? Where you play as two little Kiwis. Oh, right. I thought you said co-op typing. Yeah, it's a co-op typing game where two Kiwis <laughs> try to operate a key, uh, typewriter. So is it, when you say Kiwis, are we talking about New Zealanders? Yes, you, New Zealand birds. 
Oh, not New Zealanders like proper like yeah. <laughs> no, not yeah, two full on Kiwis on. trying to figure that's, out how to use say, a typewriter. That's a bit, that's a bit I mean, that's a little bit offensive. That, yes, no, it's little Kiwi birds. Typewriter. No, this isn't a joke. <laughs> Serious shit. Two little kiwi <laughs> birds. I'm just trying to establish what kiwis are we talking. Are we talking about kiwi fruit? Kiwi is birds. It ki- kiwi birds. Kiwi two little birds. kiwi birds trying to type a tyrant. No, you're thinking of dodo birds. <laughs> you just said fruits I thought the ki- again. <laughs> 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 kiwi, kiwi fruits are they extinct? Um, Karen, have you have you managed to watch anything? Or I haven't no, dove into it yet. Um, I'm excited to dive in. You got me to download Operation Tango yesterday when we were talking, so that mm. looks really fun to dive into. Uh, but I haven't really had a look yet. Um, at PAX, I kind of am oblivious to all things PAX, but I need to get into it and, and properly. Yep. You sold. You sold. And three, <laughs> you have a good excuse because than anyone else that have to have not have watched anything. So if you tell me you've watched anything and you beat them, then no. <laughs> like, <laughs> no. that would have been shameful. <laughs> Hit me up next week. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, don't forget, everyone, it, it's running until next Monday. I think it's oh Tuesday. Monday or Tuesday? I can't remember now. One of those things. Anyway, also I got up an article on ExplosionNetwork.com, but 20, 20 panels I thought were cool. So if you want to narrow some stuff down, I made sure to pick at least one thing from every day. So uh, go check that out as well. Right, so the other event that happened during the week was Ubisoft Ford hashtag number two. They announced uh, a couple of games, most of them leaked ahead of time because typical fucking Ubisoft, one of them leaked like it's a Ubisoft. week ahead. Uh, well, it's the games the industry. Like, yeah, the other one leaked like leaked 24 hours ahead. We'll run through all the games in a second. I do want to get my... Uh, my rant out and say that what I'm sure everyone on the internet's already seen people complain about, which is obviously the fact that, and as I wrote in the start of my news article, uh, Yees Gamalt put out a five-minute video talking about the Ubisoft misconduct stuff. Uh, they posted it on their YouTube and their Twitter a couple hours before the conference went live, and then they, re- when someone asked in response to that and said, hey, why isn't this going to be part of the video? Because, of course, last time, they said that they did not have time to include something as part of Ubisoft Ford because apparently they didn't have time. And then when asked that, they responded, quote, we hear you due to timing constraints. We chose to release the video as a standalone message before a hashtag Ubisoft event, but we are working to ensure it'll be available in full in VOD versions of the show. And just as I wrote here, just to be clear, the event, the time it went up, the time it happened, the fact it happened, the date it happened was all decided by Ubisoft. So their fucking excuse is trash, and everyone who says it's not trash is needs to get the head out of the fucking garbage. But but That's Dylan, they had so like. many new things to apologize for, they couldn't have included it in the video in time. That's they have to I can't believe it's the funny. entire thing. This five minute video from years come on. Not only does it cover the shit that everyone was asking for them to talk about last time, but now he's apologizing for the thing that we briefly discussed. I think it was last week, which was the Tom Clancy's Elite Squad thing, which he called in the video an oversight. An oversight. Don't even get me started on this fucking thing. I'll be, I'll be here. I'll fucking. <laughs> fucking I mean, 
don't even. At least they put something out, (laughs) which is more than I was expecting, to be perfectly honest. It's the fucking bare minimum, and they couldn't even get that right. I mean, I think. I mean, the bare minimum would be like suspending the people involved as opposed to getting the people. Here's how you can tell that this was so far past the point where everyone was just on board telling them off. Even Jeff fucking Keeley, who we know doesn't usually get involved with stuff because he wants to stay friends with everyone, even he responded to this and said, come on, guys. And I was like, if Jeff Keeley is saying that something's up, then you know it's it's going down because he, he, he likes to play Sweden as much as fucking possible for these things, you know? And you never see him really calling <laughs> anyone out for certain reasons. That's because he still wants them to come to his... Except Konami. Game. Podcast. Oh, except for Konami. Yeah, fuck Konami. That's right. Because best mate over there, Hideo Kojima, can't talk shit. Anyway, so that's that. If you don't know what the hell I'm talking about, you, you, you just, I, I'm not going on about it more because last time I spent ages talking about <laughs> it. Um. Anyway, Ubisoft's pr- pr- pretty shitty at the moment. That's what it boils down to. Let's talk about the games that they showed. So, just a rundown of the pre-show. Nothing we need to really talk about, but a couple of things I just want to pinpoint real quickly. They put out Notre Dame in Paris, the journey back in time, is what's called. It's a free VR experience. Uh, this thing's actually pretty cool. I know, obviously, a lot of people don't care, but um, they, because of obviously the Notre Dame uh, fires that happened last year, wasn't I think that was last year. Um, yeah. They actually used the photography and all the research they had done for Assassin's Creed Unity to build a VR experience solely and put it out for free just so people can experience it from uh, that time period, like the whenever Unity set. They, that's when they, they built this experience for like heyday Notre Dame. So I think that's actually pretty cool. So you, you lose 50 points, fucking house Ubisoft, you get one back from Professor McGonagall. Uh, the crew t- the crew 2 is getting updates. Who the fuck thought that would be happening? Ghost wow. Recon break. Yeah, break, Ghost Recon break, break point gets new story content to s- September 15th. Wow. If you're still playing that fucking game. Roller Champions is apparently on track to release in 2021. So uh, at least it's not dead in the water like um, that game that I loved that I'm not mentioning. Monster Prom 2 Monster Camp is a game that no one knew about. For Honours, next season is coming September 17th and the Division 2 is getting a new mode called Summit, which is basically the plot of Dread and the Raid movie where you fight up a fucking bunch of hallways and uh, try and uh, survive and kill a bunch of people. Then they also announced this game called Agos, or Agos, I'm not sure how you pronounce it, a game of space. It's a VR game. The one interesting point about this thing is that this game was actually a secret teaser that was hidden in Watch Dogs 2 from back in the day. Um, if you you could sneak into the Ubisoft offices and Watch Dogs 2 and if you hacked a certain computer it played a teaser trailer and everyone thought it was going to be like Assassin's Creed or something turns out it's just this fucking VR game uh, Michael Mando a couple months ago kept saying old mate from Far Cry 3 is going to come back everyone kept hoping that Far Cry that's why everyone thought that Far Cry 5 uh, 6 was a tie into Far Cry 3 no it's Far Cry VR Dive Into Insanity which is a location-based VR experience that is apparently going to be in 22 countries in 2021. <laughs> As if the world's going to be back to normal for that fucking thing to release. And then Karma is an indie game being published by Ubisoft. It actually looks pretty uh, unique art style um, uh, platformer, side scroller thing that looks uh, interesting. So now to the main show. Obviously, last week we covered Mortals Phoenix Rising was the new title name for the game that once once was known as Gods and Monsters. It got a trailer, it got a cinematic trailer, it got a gameplay overview video, and it got a post-show, about 15 minutes of gameplay. So a whole bunch, which is pretty cool, and a bunch of previews went up for people who were lucky enough to play it. Not us, because Ubisoft doesn't love us. 
I mean, I don't actually blame. Them I wonder I why. I keep complaining, so I, I'm probably never going to have Ubisoft previews, but that's fucking fair. Um, <laughs> Kieran, what'd you make of Immortals: Phoenix Rising? I was, I was underwhelmed with this trailer. Um, the moment the peppy song came started kicking in, I was like, "Oh, this is uh, this is trying to be you know video game trailer circa 2019 slash 2020 slash." Well, Any it is twenty twenty. Really. <laughs> um, well, yes, but it's still. Yeah, I don't know. I think tonally, this trailer just wasn't it for me. Um, I'm very lukewarm on this game, which is surprising considering how much I love ancient Greece. And that did you period. watch um, the gameplay overview, or did you just watch the cinematic trailer? Just the cinematic trailer. I did not watch the gameplay overview, which probably could change my mind, maybe. Mm. But yeah, yeah. Because it has everything that you potentially would like with the Greek mythology, and all up, it just looks like an open world Greek mythology game. Ash, did you watch? Uh, you watched the whole show, didn't you? You watched it. Yeah, I watched live. the whole show. I can't remember yeah. if I watched the entire post game gameplay. I was surprised at how much of a Breath of the Wild clone this is. Because uh, that's yeah, I wasn't. That's what wasn't what I was expecting going in. <laughs> uh, Especially we we have barely seen anything from this since that cinematic from the E3 last year and the terrible leaks that happened on Stadia. Um, mm. But yeah, it looks solid. I mean, it looks... We've, I don't think there's been that many Breath of the Wild sort of games, like ex- very similar type of like puzzle, open world, go anywhere kind of games released since Breath of the Wild came out. Uh, so yeah, this it, it looks interesting. Um Obviously, the Greek thing is adds a nice flavor to it. Uh, yeah, it looks interesting enough that we might check it out. But um, yeah, it's obviously got its own unique art style, very cartoony, uh, very unrealistic compared to all of the other content. So makes it stand Series, out a bit more. Yeah. Ubisoft style. Shrey, did you watch any of the, the... Did you make your way through this? No. No, not. I did not. Oh, rip. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's, that's that I, yeah i still have to catch up on a bunch of stuff so that's kind of what this week's gonna be with some days off maybe that's right you didn't really miss out that much that's fine um so yeah I, I just went to look at my original news piece because i was forgetting what they're called but there yeah so I, I, right here there's even vaults they go over in the the bigger gameplay thing they talk about how there's vaults and each vault has a puzzle and that very much looked like um breath of the wild's Shrines. Um, shrines, like basically the equivalent of shrines. Um, other than that, the it is a typical kind of Ubisoft open world type game where you go around, uh, fight monsters and so on. But it seems like there's a heavier push on puzzle solving, be it these shrine type things or even in the general moment to moment gameplay. And then you're going to make friends with certain uh, gr- Greek gods and demigods to get. Uh, like you get the uh, what are they call it the wings of Daedalus Daedalus yeah sure that's what you get Daedalus. early in the game Daedalus there you go yeah th- th- thanks shoutouts um yeah so they um you get those early in the game apparently and the 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 big bad of the game is Typhon the Titan who uh, mm-hmm. is fucking shit up and apparently Zeus and uh, Hades maybe or maybe it was someone else are just like having a good old laugh up in um 
heaven or wherever the fuck they live. I don't know. Uh, Sounds like them. <laughs> they're having a big old laugh, and apparently they they said in the gameplay review there'll be moments where we'll cut to a cutscene of them like, and they'll be like, "Oh, this is too boring" or whatever, and then they'll just like Hades or whoever will be like, and then some minions spawn, and Zeus is like, "That didn't happen," but then all of a sudden like enemies spawn in front of you in the game because they're just kind of playing, you know, games with the. The, the so what you're character. saying is by the end of this game this is going to turn into God of War and we start murdering gods, right? Uh, I mean, yeah, I suppose. Probably. I, no, just don't, I don't know. I, mean, I think just... the, the, the gods want your help, so I don't know if you're going to be murdering your gods. Probably not. Um, that was me being... Does a titan count as a dog? God? Dog? Uh, titan? No, titans aren't gods. Titans they're just titans. Before the gods. The opposites. Yeah. They're the, they're the, they're, they became before the gods and everything, so... um. I'm just flicking through this gameplay thing and just, I don't know what it is about this art style that just really does not click with me. I don't know. I mean, it doesn't look much different to when they first revealed it other than the character model. Like, it's mm. still as bright and colourful as that original teaser trailer, trailer just different uh, character model. Which, by the way, I love how that they went to this effort of like calling it Phoenix Rising, which is apparently the, the main character's name and that yep. they show off in the trailer and then you're like oh cool like Ubisoft's actually like sticking a landing and saying hey we're having like a straight up female protagonist in this game and they're like nah it's got a character customization <laughs> 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 we, we, can't, we can't stick the landing on <laughs> can't, we can't just let you have a female protagonist that would be silly um, so the next thing they showed off which was leaked 24 hours before it came out was Prince of Persia The Sands of Time remake is actually a thing Oh dear. So this game is coming out January 21st, 2021 for PS4, PS5, Xbox One, Xbox Series X, S, and PC. Uh, in case you don't know, the original game was released in 2003 for the Xbox 360 and PS2. Uh, this game is being worked on by Ubisoft uh, Poon? Pun? Poon, I assume. Uh, and they've, they brought back your like Yuri Lothal for the, uh, who voiced the prince in the original and he's, he's voicing him again and all these sorts of things to, to, so for people who love the franchise, and I, I remember I really liked the first Sansa time game, but I got to be honest, this game does not look too hot. Like, I, d I don't feel like there's any time you could pause the trailer and not think that this looks just ugly, right? Am I, does anyone, is... <laughs> I, I, literally, I literally said this has been remastered. Like yeah, but that's a remake. Uh, like a remake like even then it looks does not look good there was a screenshot i saw on twitter of them be of somebody showing that like the same npc used like four different times in the same screenshot was like yo evey like that's just it's just not good i would much prefer them just to reboot prince of persia for the fifth time been a while. we haven't had a game in like 10 years i know like that's the last one i loved the last one had troy baker as the lead and it was awesome the the one that was just that called was Prince the, of Persia before the movie time with uh, Jake Gyllenhaal. Yes. I think that was after. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah. The one before. Yes. Um. Yeah, and I really. Oh wait, it might no. It might not have been Troy. It might have been Nolan. Give me a second. It was probably Nolan around that time period. I think <laughs> let's it was be, Nolan. Let's be honest. Um, Ash, do you have any love for the Prince? No, not really. I never played any of the games. I think. I think I would have been more interested if it was. The entire trilogy of games i think it would be more likely to pick it up but i mean the i think at, at first impression i did think it didn't look very impressive but 
when you compare it to <laughs> the original the original version it it does look better it it definitely has it reminds me a bit of the telltale style artwork to but obviously a bit more a bit more action orientated rather than the telltale uh scene is uh, I thought it was interesting that they mentioned Yuri Laurenthal, <laughs> especially in this day and age where, what was it, a month or two, people were complaining about people, uh, white people playing people of color in games. But yeah. <laughs> I've seen some interesting uh, arguments about that of like, it's, it's, it's like people like, if it was a new game, then... I guess there would be more probably like calls for yeah. So it'd be more problematic. But most people are kind of like they're doing it to honor the original. So I guess it's pass. (laughs) Like yeah, yeah. it's it's an interesting one. But yeah, I mean it's Uh, fine. Remember, it's got to run on Nintendo Switch as well. So that's true. It can't be super beautiful. Did you come on that new 4K one? Did you watch the Jake Gyllenhaal movie? About Prince of Persia, right? The crap movie. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, yeah. The crap movie, yes. Old. Question mark. That it means you watched it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That was, that was the giveaway. <laughs> it was forgettable. It wasn't like offensive. I, I mean, it was it. a little offensive. <laughs> I haven't watched it. Like <laughs> person, that means I'm the only one here who hasn't watched it. There you go. Good for me to have saved an hour and a half or whatever. Sure to listen life. next week's. What do you want to watch? I was going to say, what do you want to watch? Where we pick that Prince of Persia to watch? Let's do it. No, thanks. All the bad video game movies. Our our upcoming uh, video game movie uh, Mm. series of specials. What? Bad video game movies? Starting with... All the video game movies. Starting with... Except one. Starting with Mortal Kombat. Oh, which one? Which I feel like that would be the first one, No, no, no. If we're starting with the original Street Fighter movie, right? I'm just trying to think chronologically. Did you see that picture of Joe Biden? I think that was first. And someone tweeted it. I think Street Fighter was first. Someone like tweeted that picture of them like uh, shoulder bumping or whatever it was. Oh yeah, Mike Hanson. Yep. Yeah, Mike Hanson, Joe Biden, and someone like tweeted it and said these two used these. This was a fucking um, what's what's the character's names from Mortal Kombat? The Ice One and the Love One. Scorpion and Sub Zero. Yeah, they're like this is Scorpion and Sub Zero. I was like, well, that's funny. I ruined the joke by having to spend that long to explain it, but that's fine. Uh, so hi. (laughs) Hyperscape, Hyperscape's getting a turbo mode for those who are playing that. It's limited mode. Uh, it makes all the gear turbo. I'm sure that's good and helps regenerates faster. Rainbow Six is adding, well, has added Sam Fisher as the next, uh, whatever they call the characters <laughs> in this game. Agents, that's the word. Because uh, they love putting him in any game but his own at this point. Which Wasn't is the thing of, in the trailer he doesn't want to be called hilarious. Sam Fisher? What's his, some sort of code name or something? Oh, zero. fuck him and his wants, you know? It's zero. <laughs> it's not Sam Fisher, it's zero. It's fine. It's it's zero. Show, and he keeps getting older with each like thing they put him in. Yeah, they're slowly they killing him. him a little bit. They're more. slowly killing him. They're just yeah. gonna be like, yeah, look, we kept aging him up. Like he's too old to be in games now. So, look, he, yeah, exactly. He can't. He can't be a lead in the game anymore. He's like seventy. Tell that to Solid Snake. <laughs> <laughs> I'd play a video game with Sam Fisher being seventy. Him trying to sneak out of the nursing home. Just cracks yeah. his spine as he crawls. <laughs> drop, yeah. you, can't, you can't go prone anymore. You can only crouch. <laughs> it's just the plot of red, but with Sam Fisher. <laughs> no, no, you can prone, but once you go prone, you, you can't, can't get, get back up for the rest of the level. <laughs> you can't you prone <laughs> until you find something to help you get up. Yeah, help you get up. And this is actually a good game idea. Fucking don't steal the sheep stuff, or at least pay us for it. You know, whatever. Uh, then one, I think obviously, I I think there's actually overshadowed shadow the rest of the news 
from the show for a lot of people, for, especially like judging my Twitter Twitter sphere. So they finally announced that Scott Pilgrim vs. the World, the game, is returning. Uh, it originally disappears off store digital store shelves in 2014 due to what they explained as licensing issues. Uh, however, they've apparently figured that out, so now the game's coming to all current consoles. It's the complete edition, which includes both DLCs. I will say that the one interesting tidbit of news I saw after the fact, because I'm excited. I, I love this game. I think this game is fucking probably the best uh, brawler and one of the best video game soundtracks of the last, like, 10 years or whatever. Um, but one interesting thing is I, I saw, like, Brian Lee O'Malley tweet, like, he's getting zero dollars out of this adult. Like, he's not seeing a fucking dime. So I don't know what the legal legal issues are or, or anything like that, but this is just a new addition that Ubisoft's just pocketing all the, the money for, which I I think is kind of unfair because most people... Have been atting. Oh, I imagine they would be paying years. They're probably paying. He said Universal he's getting zero dollars. I don't yeah, know. They're probably paying the Universal. You made those yeah, for the movie, movie rights. Yeah, which is stupid because well, maybe only press. It's stupid the, considering the game looks like the comic book, not like the movie. Like it's not based on the likeness of the. Like it doesn't look it's like Michael Sarah. It looks like the comic book characters. Yes, I'm. You need to read the contracts before you sign them. Ah. True. Tell me about it, Blues Brothers, uh, MJF. Uh, so, Kieran, did you play this back in the day? Do you care about Scott Pilgrim? Uh, I do. I, well, I love Scott Pilgrim in both the original graphic novels, the movie, and the video game. I don't think I ever finished the video game um, because I always wanted people to hang out and play it with. So I never played it cool with people. To play it through. I, I haven't. That's I haven't played it with people, and I nearly got all the trophies. You what never, are you trying to say no, about but me? But it was one of those. <laughs> it was one of those things where I wanted to play with people. So, but so no, it's good that it's gonna um, give another people another chance. I think literally hearing the basic soundtrack and the music from that immediately made me excited. Seeing little bits and pieces from it, seeing that they're adding the knives chow and the Wallace um, kind of DLC okay. packs to the, uh, the extras onto it. Um, I think it's going to be really fun, and it's like, and I think it'll be opening up the real story of Scott Pilgrim up to people who have just fans of the movies again, because um, I still think a lot of people don't know what the proper narrative behind Scott Pilgrim is. Ash, did you play this back in the day? I know you like the the moving mm. comics, obviously. No, I don't think I did. I think I played like the demo, and I never got the full game. So, oh. great opportunity, finally now? purchasable. Yeah, sure, why not? Three shaking heads. Three, <laughs> did you watch the hit movie Scott Pilgrim when it came out? Yeah, I did watch it, yeah. Okay, I'm just checking in for the movie tie-ins because I figured when you said no to the first <laughs> one, it was the whole Ubisoft event <laughs> that you were... <laughs> Do you like is, the Scott, Scott Pilgrim movie? Pilgrim, <laughs> is Scott Pilgrim vs. the World considered a video game movie or is it just a graphic novel it's a, adaptation? It's, a, it's, it's, it's a the best... It's, it's a, it's a yeah, comic no, book movie. Double checking. It's the best. Well, I'm trying to. You know what? You know how people are like, where they're like, this one thing that could be a video game movie. Let's call it a video game movie, so we can say there's a good one. I was just seeing if Scott. Yeah, it's it's it the, is a good one. It is a good. It's a good movie that presents itself as a video game. However, it is based on a comic book, so it's a comic book movie. There's no. There's no way around that. I mean, technically, Detective Pikachu is. You could argue is a. I know, that's why you guys gotta just Anime. keep giving it. There's one good video game movie. Yeah, Sonic the Hedgehog. Moving on. Shut up. 
Um, <laughs> the daggers. Sure, looks like she's gonna kill somebody. Too bad there's not a hashtag we can use to talk about these. I know. <laughs> Screw it. Why? Hashtag cuties. We're taking it back. <laughs> Wait, no, why don't not? Ashley. Ashley, why <laughs> no. did you say that? No, Ashley. No, we. Can't oh no, we're all on some sort of list now. Everyone else can get fucked. You heard it here first, everyone. Um, we're not talking I think about that was cuties a problem, here. No, but... listen to what you want to watch. I'm sure we'll talk about cuties on. on we there. can talk about <laughs> cute things. Yes, but we just can't cute say the things. word. <laughs> um, so Watch Dogs Legion got showed off because it's it's Ubisoft. Uh, so Stormzy's in the game because Stormzy's in the game. London, because it's British. Yeah, because it's British. I'm looking forward <laughs> no, to seeing that was us being able to recruit that dipshit from fucking. What was that little cunt's name? <laughs> Fuck him! <laughs> <laughs> Fuck him! What a twat! Fuck him! That whole fucking group. What is that? What is that asshole's name? What is his? Uh, what is? What's that guy's name? What? The, what are those two brothers called? What are they called? What are their name? What are those stupid fucks' name? Logan. Yeah. What? What's the? Which one's the Not old Paul? one? Which one is it? No, Logan. Logan's Paul. the older one. Yeah. What's the other one? Jake is Jake. Yeah, fuck Jake Paul and fuck whatever London's my home city, stupid. Get out of here, you stupid white guy trying to rap. Get the fuck out. That was horrible. Worst thing I've ever seen in my life. Jesus Christ. I don't even get me started. Shout out to Stormzy. He can actually rap, though. <laughs> London is his city. Uh, I'm looking forward to this game where I'll be able to recruit Kieran as one of my uh, agents. Seeing as all British people are apparently in this game. Yeah. What's well, it set in London? You can find me, you know, you know, abilities of a podcaster. Yeah. I don't know what the <laughs> fuck that'll do, but game. sure. Really um, and then, mm. so one of the complaints people had for this game, myself included, is that uh, ever since release, it was like, oh, you know, if you could play as any character, like, how am I going to get attached to any protagonist? Like, what do we do? So Ubisoft went, you went, you're fucking right. You are right. So we're going to introduce back into the game through DLC after the fact, the protagonist from the first Watch Dogs that most <laughs> people fucking hate. <laughs> you done it again. <laughs> you done it again. No, they introduced Stormzy. They introduced right, Stormzy, Stormzy to be the protagonist. Stormzy's the protagonist. Of the, the, <laughs> um, I mean, actually, to be fair, I don't actually hate Aiden, um, Aiden Pierce, the character Aiden from Watch Dogs once. I don't, I don't know, actually I feel hate like him people as much as Aiden else does, Hey? He was very bland in the original. Maybe they've given him some personality in this. In his, uh, I feel like two. after 2 came out, oh, there was a lot of love for Aiden Pierce. No, well, yeah, no, it's it's a uh, it's 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 like prequel fans of Star Wars, like they exist, but smaller numbers, you know. <laughs> Just don't say it too loud. I'm an Aiden Pierce fan. No, you're not. Shut the fuck up. You're not a real Watchdogs fan if you only like the prequels. I mean, Aiden Pierce. Um, then they announced the last announcement was uh, Steep Two slash. Uh, yep, that's what I thought it was. Wider Republic. Like, that's wow. what it was. Bold choice. So, yeah, so the game is actually just being made by the same development team that made Steep. So it basically is Steep 2. Um, it's a massive Steep, but with dirt bikes. Yeah, so it's got dirt bikes. It's got uh, all sorts of shit. It's it's just extreme sports, the game, where it's like if you can have 50 players in one mode. You're all doing backflips over shit, um, doing sick tricks, sick scores. Oh, I, I love a dirt bike rally. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Fucking vroom, vroom. Hit me up. Um Looking forward to this one. Diving in. This is this is the true MMO for gamers. I feel. 
I wanted to. I, I was like, if I pause, will there actually just be crickets to represent how we all feel about this game? <laughs> 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 yeah, I don't think any of us are particularly amped for writers. Writer, public. I look forward to seeing the uh, couple of streamers that Ubisoft pays to play this game streamed on Twitch for a couple of weeks, and that'll be the end of it. Yeah, I don't. I don't. It's just fifty plus players. Like, oh, fuck me. Like, who's gonna be? I don't know. Anyway, so that was it for Ubisoft's event. Overall, I thought it wasn't too hot. Um, apparently, they're doing a third one later this year, and I think it's insanity that we're going to have three of these things in total now. When the- well, there wasn't that much that they really there wasn't that much substance to this one. So yeah, so they could have just saved it or not done it or true. Just- Why not? Why just keep doing it? Oh, no. It's like the uh, cyberpunk updates, the don't, radio. Don't. Whatever. We're not going there. No. no it's just a, like a big dev diary. That's all it is. Just stop it. So, uh, this is not a dev diary. How is any of this a dev diary, Ashley? Twitter results. I mean, it kind of was. They 67, just showed 67% trailers, double thumbs down, 33% one up, one down, 0% for double thumbs up. So there you go. That's the official results. People have spoken. I mean, the, the, there was the a lot of dev talk. Plot, tweet, tweet, tweet. Um, two quick news stories run down related to Nintendo's. So, actually, my... No, it's fine. I'll leave them as order. I posted this one. So, firstly, Hyrule Warriors was announced. It is a prequel to Zelda Breath of the Wild. Uh, this game is called Hyrule Warriors Age of Calamity. Uh, it is set in the Breath of the Wild actual universe. Of course, if you play Breath of the Wild, you'll know what this is probably about, but it is set 100 years before the events of Breath of the Wild during the Great Calamity that devastated Hyrule. Um, and you get to play as four champions of Hyrule, Mitha, Rivali, Daruk, and Urbosa, who, of course, if you play Breath of the Wild, you know that it's Link Awakens many, many years after and he he comes and he saves the day as he as he does. But this game, you're actually going to get to play out the uh, calamity, the events that he forgets about before entering his uh, sleeping beauty slumber. And Zelda's locked away in the tower forever to be saved. I'm not spoiling all the story. It's fine. You go go play Breath of the Wild. Um, I think this is kind of cool. Obviously, these games are di- uh, dicey warriors, but with Zelda, I think the fact that this one actually has story reasons for people to play it is probably a very smart decision because that means more people who actually care about Zelda are more likely to play this one than the previous Hyrule Warriors, which was simply, hey, it's Dynasty Warriors, but with Zelda characters, but there was no really um, story story reasons for Zelda fans to, to, to care about jumping into it, so... Um, that's that's pretty cool, and it's coming out the end of this year. That's an important thing. So it's uh it is coming out this holiday season. So there is actually a Nintendo Switch Zelda game releasing this holiday season, which is good for Nintendo. All right, it's the last piece of news. Where is my uh, Persona Five Phantom Strikers, please? That's out in Japan, right? <laughs> Didn't that come out in Japan? Did it? Wait, yeah, it did. Have we got any? Um, sorry, I just want to check in because we haven't really brought it up for a month or so. Is there any Bayonetta 3 news at all? No. Uh, no. Anything about that game? We haven't no? had a Nintendo they're fucking direct for other, you to make jokes other. about. Also, I'm surprised they didn't uh, shoehorn the Prince Sidon or whatever his name is into this game. Mm. So you're going to see as the big... The, the shark prince dude that everybody seemed to be in love with. Uh, Breath of the Wild. From, freaking, from Skyward Sword. 
Got him. No, he was in Breath of the Wild. He w- Prince Sidon. He's like a. Remember. He looks like a shark, sort of red dude. Everybody seems to be character. talking about him constantly. DLC character. All Maybe. right, so Nintendo Switch. So we talked about this uh, like a month ago, and we all pretty much agreed that Nintendo Switch wouldn't be releasing a 4K console because it just didn't make sense. However, apparently we're all wrong. So Kotaku writes, report Nintendo asking studios to make Nintendo Switch games 4K ready. Tucked away in a Bloomberg story about Nintendo ramping up manufacturing of the Switch in the lead up to the holiday season is yet another mention of an upgraded version of the console, one that will allow for 4K visuals. The last we heard about this was only last month, but this new report goes a little further, saying that in addition to the upgraded console being planned for a 2021 release, quote, Nintendo has asked several outside game developers to make their games 4K ready, suggesting a resolution upgrade is on the way. There's nothing new new about any of this, of course, but it does push the timeline along. Also, conveniently gets the company's name on everybody's lips, just as we are spending the week talking about other competitors' next-gen consoles. So, I mean, the Bloomberg report is legit. Like, it's not random Redditor on Reddit going, hey, I reckon they're going to make a 4K console. Um, I think, obviously, to, to pull apart this, you have to focus on the key words, which is Nintendo asking developers to make games 4K already. And I, the one thing I'll say to try and, like, to, to protect my the stuff I was saying last time, how I don't think they would put out a 4K console anytime soon, is that if they're asking developers to make sure their Switch games are 4K ready now, it could just be planning for something that's, three four years away still is what Mm. is what i was thinking like it doesn't mean that it's next year or whatever because like a lot of these games in development that they're asking them to say hey make sure that's 4k ready some of these games probably aren't even coming out until the end of next year 2022 you know you know what i mean like so getting that word out now just means they're kind of um nintendo is actually forward thinking for once in their in in their life which is is great to see thinking a couple couple years ahead so that's what i think it is does anyone else have a different take on it 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 worries me that they're focusing on the 4k part because the problem is with nintendo or for nintendo it's always been a case of their first party games have always run really well and work around the parameters of um, the console any third party that wants to bring their game from that's also on the playstation and xbox over to the switch has to severely neuter their game to be able to do it. Like, I think there's not even just 4K, but just general performance issues with it and just being able to improve your console to perform. I think a lot of people would prefer it if their console could handle doing normal HD and normal kind of console caliber graphics, but then being able to run full proper games from their consoles, like full proper versions of your Borderlands 3s, your Fallouts, you're not having to have your Dooms, everything. Like, being able to actually capably run a game, even if you're only aiming for 30 frames a second, aim for that, make sure your games are consistent, smooth, and they can show a good quality. You're not instantly like... I think every time somebody looks at, say, an NBA game on the Switch or an NBA on the Nintendo version compared to the, the other games version, like the other consoles, it always looks garbage. It looks terrible, it runs terribly... It's always a question of why would anybody want to pick this up if they have an Xbox or a PlayStation version already. Um, Especially in terms of with Microsoft coming up to having, you know, if xCloud is a success, that means people can have those quality games running from their mobile phones, which 
could be a direct competitor to what you know the portability of the Switch has. Which it does work. People play, like in America, they have xCloud in like yeah. early access beta, whatever the hell it is, and they've been showing it off at con- uh, game conferences where obviously the Wi-Fi is quite good, so it's not exactly the perfect setting, but it does work if it if, it, if the connection's, yeah. connection's there. Ash, do you have any uh, take on Switch 4K? I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if there is an improved version Christmas next year. Um 4K wise, I don't know. I'm not. I don't think it really matters for a Nintendo console. Obviously, we've discussed it before. Um, I think potentially it could just be an improved dock that makes everything like runs everything better, and that would be better for basic everybody. Because if you had an OG Switch, you wouldn't be able if to you had a, like an enhanced dock or something. I'm sure they're fine. They there is a way to. I don't know if, how the dock would do anything though, because the dock, like the docks that we have now for the Nintendo Switch, are like nothing. They're well, just a... well, then you make it something, don't you? <laughs> <laughs> mm. The dock That's would like... become pretty much a new console. Mm, I don't know if that would work. Yeah, I don't know. It'd be Nintendo. like. I think the console It'd be like it. jamming a Lego block shaped like turbocharger into your car mm. and hopefully it would connect up and work properly. Yeah. I don't think I mean you just it would just be a massive cartridge for the new Nintendo Switch dock. <laughs> just turn your console into a cartridge. <laughs> no, the Switch becomes a cartridge in which you put into the new dock and then it runs off the, the new dock. Which is essentially just this a console. Is, I don't I don't. I or don't you just release a proper console and call Whoa. it Nintendo Switch Home. First, it's Xbox, now you know? it's Nintendo. Like, uh, release a proper Ashley's console. Just attacking everybody. <laughs> Ashley is. Yeah, they just buy a bunch of Xbox S's, Series X's, <laughs> and, and, you know, remodel them so they can fit your Nintendo Switch into it. Um, Use three, all those teraflops for something. Sorry, what do you. The, the Switch for? Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if if it was for a future version, but I think that it doesn't really matter for now, and I wouldn't think it would be any time too soon when there's things that they can Im- other things they can improve on with the Switch, not just like for me that's not a huge focus. And then they've just also obviously brought out the light and everything else. I mean, that was ages ago now, really, when you think about it. But it's like a year you know ago, what I mean, basically. That's ages. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, I think it'll be a little while off. Yeah, I would say a couple of years. If I'm believing this story, which I suppose I have to because it all seems legit, then I'd say, and maybe it's not even, here's the thing, like, oh, make your Nintendo Switch games 4K make sure they're good to go. And maybe it's not even for a Nintendo Switch upgrade. Maybe this is for their next-gen console, the successes to mm. Nintendo Switch, and they just want all uh, potential Switch games to be 4K ready, so then they'll actually make that console play with the Nintendo Switch games, you'll have backwards compatibility, and then all your Nintendo Switch games uh, would be playable in 4K or something something along those lines so the, the library continues, which would be fucking amazing because that doesn't sound like something Nintendo would do. But... <laughs> <No>. <laughs> <laughs> at the moment like i can't even fathom what a new nintendo console would look like outside of their switch train 
Um, yeah, I don't know. Well, I don't think they should do it. <laughs> like, it's it's it's, it's an up down up down world, crazy world. By the way, I just remember since we're talking about Nintendo, something I had to bring up for this podcast, which is that after listening to last week's episode of RK Couch, Simon messaged me. Simon Blackburn, of course, you should go listen to Take My Time. Messaged me and said, "Don't worry, Dylan. I too was frustrated at Kieran not understanding Mario Kart. So I just want to put that one out there and." Um, it's so dumb. Just, just it is so dumb. <laughs> I just I've I've been talking to other people about this being like I don't understand. I just can't understand why it's any good. It's stupid. It's great. It's stupid. No. Three. Just in the wrong okay. demographic, I guess. Three. Have you seen this Mario Kart thing that we're t- have you seen this this Mario Kart thing? Do you know what the, the Mario Kart thing is? You didn't listen to last it's week's Mario episode. Kart the physical Mario Kart. She doesn't know what it is, so this is a great test. Let me let me picture this. Right, right. Ready? So it's a it's it's I'm getting one. Alright, so and Kieran's angry that I'm getting one because he's fucking doesn't have any childhood left in his fucking cold heart. Um it's (laughs) it's leading the witness. Right, here we go. It is uh like an RC car, which is a like it's a Mario Kart go kart, RC car. You get that, and then it's a game that goes into Nintendo Switch. And the RC car has like a little camera on top of it. And then you race the RC car around your real life room. And when you're playing the game, you look through the camera. However, it uses augmented reality so that when you're racing around your living room or whatever, you see like other races next to you and like you can still throw like shit at them, but it's like augmented reality. And it comes with four cardboard um, like gates so you can put them around your house to to set up a, a course. And my pitch is, if I was a little kid, I could not think of something more I would be asking for on my Christmas list more than a fucking real-life Mario Kart thing I can race around and play. And you can play with... I did look it up after last week's episode. You can play with your... Uh, brother, sister, whoever, family members, friends, whoever, with another car. If they purchase a, if they a purchase a second one, but it is important. I did say it was important. With a separate so, switch. So in, with a separate switch. So, so what we're saying is, so currently, if you want to play with your brother or your sister, you both need a switch, and you both need the, one of these cars. So that instantly brings yeah, the price let, let, up to over no a thousand. No buying a fucking switch just to buy this, are they? Like, let's just get that out of the question. Like, this is. <laughs> But what if the kid wants one? What if the kid wants one they need to buy no, a Switch? That's ridiculous. So, here, here's my weigh-in on it. You're the only one with a right, child. Please wait. As a mum who is a gamer, I say I will not be buying this. Yes! Yeah, but get it there. But Cooper's very young. So. He's not old enough. <laughs> It's not really a. Uh, Dylan's gonna put it on his Christmas list and say he's already he's nice already pre-ordered one. <laughs> he's already pre-ordered one. I th- I think it's stupid because it's like, what's the point of having this physical thing no. if you're never gonna watch it race around? No, you need like to seeing and believing. You need to watch the trailer. I don't. I uh, know Cherie's on the right. Cherie's on the right path here. She has the credentials <laughs> to weigh in properly on this. <laughs> not some man-child like Dylan. Like in a world where Cherie's we can, tr- the- I can guarantee this right now. Now that you said the. You, you've sided with Kieran on this. In a world where we're allowed to uh, visit one another again, like you are not allowed to play with my <laughs> Mario Kart RC car because you will inevitably change your mind no. and come around on this because it is fucking cool. And then you'll be like, "Oh, Dylan, no, can I have don't. a go?" And I'll be like, "No, it's not." No. Do you remember Arcade Couch episode ninety five where you sided with Kieran? No. Right. No, and then Cooper sure will be crying. He'll be like, "Oh, mummy, why can't I play with it?" And he'll be like, "Because it was your mum's fault. That's why." 
No, you're not. Wow. <laughs> the thing is, by the time, by the, by the time the world is in a place where you can comfortably see Dylan in a safe and you know pandemic-free environment, Dylan will forgot he's even bought this thing. This thing will be on a shelf somewhere collecting dust. No, the the other thing that the one thing that neither of you have mentioned is <laughs> when I do see you again, you'll be too excited by this. That you'll want to show me and you'll get it out. And then you're like, oh, you got to have a go of it. So it's, it's so cool. <laughs> I tried no. to get her to use <laughs> my request right. and she wouldn't do that. Just doesn't care about any of my fucking, my fucking He'll toys. He'll show you, but you won't be able to play with it. <laughs> you won't have allowed, be allowed to have a go. <laughs> so dumb. Thank you, Shuri. Thank you so much. Simon, I understand why you're, you've been sucking into Dylan's freaking rose-colored glasses on this topic, but... No, they're not cool. It's stupid. Look forward to it being the highest selling Christmas toy this year. No, no, it's. Look not. I don't even know if you'll be able to get one, Dylan. Explosion Networks. Even if you pre-ordered it, there might not be. Enough I don't know. Explosion no. Network's top ten games of twenty twenty. I can't this. wait for a kid to ask for this for Christmas. Get it, but they don't have a Switch. That isn't going to happen. <laughs> I can, some kid, it will, Actually, it uh, will. I can see that happening. Be dumb the same that. kid that's getting an Xbox Series S instead of an Xbox it's Series X. Pretty lucky if they, no, get, getting a, Xbox, if they get a game Xbox console plus One X this. instead pretty, of a Series X. Pretty good Christmas. <laughs> I want to spite you so bad that if I win a lotto ticket or something, I'm buying a second one. I'm buying a Luigi just to fucking smite you so bad. Like if I if I win a thousand dollars on a lotto ticket, it won't be like fuck. I'll bank this. I'm like Luigi. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not just it's not just Luigi. It's a Luigi and another Switch. You're right. So I'm lucky if I've won a thousand dollars, I can buy another Switch. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. get a switch light so it's not just 150 bucks technically it's like 600 bucks i can play them separately yeah both at the same time what's the point of having two then if you're playing with them separately <laughs> borrow my, my brother's switch then yeah i was gonna say then it'll be shree because you've got you've got your switch <laughs> can we race no. cars Gonna race my car. Look, all I'm saying right now is that you fucking I went from just being like interested as like a, I watched this trailer <laughs> and I went from being like, man, this looks like so much fun. I'm fucking gonna pre-order the fuck out of this because it's probably gonna sell out fast. And I'm lucky I did. <laughs> I've got my pre-order in. I'm looking forward to getting it. But also now it's gone from me just wanting to enjoy this out of my own personal fucking enjoyment <laughs> to me being like, right, what can I do? Review fucking youtube videos that go up every monday of me doing new courses uh, weekly, weekly stream. live streams like what can i do to prove that this thing is the uh if, if this is if you do weekly live streams i will you know what in, yep. no i'm not gonna I'll come say, on and commentate if i if i, if I set we'll like pay a you five or... cents a stream you know it's, it's it a, will no, pay I off a, your toy it's a you know what i'll actually do like i'm, I'm gonna chuck this out there because I, I i i don't have the capability to do this in my certain house but if if I had the ability, you know what you could do? You could do really cool live streams where you could set up like multiple webcams at different like points around a course, yes, and then like okay, race yes. it around. You could have the the switch uh, for your Elgato the and the bottom screen. Fuck, fuck you, Nick, Is over this there the with your train set? Yes, <laughs> think about it. You could set up jumps. Yeah, I'm going to break this thing on my first Stop day. Stop looking up ideas, Ashley. I was going to say, he's going to break it. He's just going to break it. He's going to break it, and then like two weeks later, he's just not going to use it ever again. He won't have time. 
too busy. No, because you know what he's going to be. Dylan's going to sit there in the morning. He's like, I've got an hour spare. I could sit here playing with my Mario Kart, or I could do something productive for Explosion Network that won't make me feel guilty about wasting time. Which no. one of those options is he going to choose? You just I hit that. You're losing. You're you hit losing. that go live button, and it is Explosion Network content. Fucking got him. But he won't hit the go live button. <laughs> New courses, <laughs> ranking course. Anyway, look forward to uh, when's this coming out? October, right? I've I forgot October thirteenth, something like that. I think sounds about right for when this comes out. So yeah, you know, like a month from now, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be having this. I'm gonna be playing this. I'm gonna be talking about this on this very podcast. You know, uploading all my videos, my articles. No, no, no. follow me on Twitter at VivalGilvia. No, yeah, just start one of those uh, one of those Twitch play video things where the Twitch chat controls one of the cars. Imagine. No, it's not gonna no. I love how we spent so. I, I reckon. I reckon we've talked about this more than proper Nintendo podcasts at this point. This fucking RC car thing. I love how this has become <laughs> like know. one of the biggest points of contention in on this show. Is the RC Mario Kart a good idea? Fifty percent of Explosion Network says yes. Fifty percent says no. Will we ask Nick to get Listen. his final vote? No, I do not want to know. No, no, right. you, no, no. There's a reason you don't want to know. There's a reason you yeah, don't want to know. Yeah, because Nick's a know. fucking stooge. Like, he, he, he fucking. I don't like, know. Maybe no, he'll be on board. He is su- is <laughs> Nick's a super simulator guy, so maybe he'll be on board. No, he won't. Because and he also what likes is Mario Kart. Not, yeah, no. What's I think we need to go to the expert. We probably need to go to the experts. Everyone, shh. Can you, can you recreate Rainbow Road in real life? Yes, Nick, you can. It's good. Like that's that's no, it's not going to be like that. It's not going to be like that. No. Can I Wait. play Rainbow yeah. Road sixty four? Yeah. No. Can you tend to do that? And no. the answer is no, yes, no. you can. Like you also, can spray paint your fucking I think kitchen floor. I have the credentials <laughs> to say if this is a good or bad idea as the Explosion Network Mario Kart running ongoing league champion and chairman. You didn't win that. Uh, I think. I did. Win did you? Thank you very much. What the fuck happened? I, I won the whole thing. <laughs> Thank you. What the fuck happened? <laughs> <laughs> what it the was fuck happened? <laughs> <laughs> Who dropped off playing? Nothing <laughs> 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 to do with I was the person streaming it every week. But sure, oh, yeah, shut that's, up. that's true. That's true. I suppose you know, play something. It was enough. just ma- it was just a uh, participation. It was simple metrics. No, no, co- no yeah. competition. <laughs> Jesus. Um. Anyway, Mario Yeah, next week. So they'll do it. Yeah, that's the end of this show. I reckon we should we should probably wrap it up there. Um. You should reckon we should end it there on the, on the down note. <sighs> What was the down note? It was a, people are disappointed in the host of the show for funding these Nintendo crappy I things. I don't know. I said last week I pre-ordered everything, Kieran. I am. A, I, I said. I, I, I said this is a bad idea. This collection, none of us are pre-ordered. I put that out there, and then I said I've pre-ordered fucking everything. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, <laughs> you're gonna make so much money with that game and watch thing because that's sold out. Yeah. I'm going to be able to get that anywhere. Yeah, if I was going to sell it and I just didn't Investment. want it for myself, it's it's crazy. <laughs> crazy idea. Wait, news just in. Dylan from the Explosion Network, filthy scalper. Filthy, filthy scalper. It's true. I do have that. <laughs> it's true. It's going to happen. Maybe. Maybe. We'll see. Collector. Yeah. Look forward to me sitting on my floor playing with my Game & Watch with my Mario Kart toy. It'll be like old generations. I'm like, ah, oh, the 80s and ah, oh, the I can't wait till I can't wait till one day when he's moving house and he has a box labeled Nintendo Junk. And it's just all this crap he's bought that he doesn't use. Or I got anymore. room. I fucking threw out half yeah. my room last last month. The so I got the fucking room. How are all your amiibos going? They're, they're in my fucking wardrobe. They're, they're, they're gone. Amiibos. The only ones, I, the only ones I keep out yeah, are my Yoshi's. The only ones I keep out are my... Oh, no. My, I've got my Yoshi's. I've got both my Bayonetta's because there's alternate ones with different poses. 
Love Bayonetta. And then not one got, for Bayonetta 3, though, because that game. Yeah, I'll buy the one for that. Three. If I'm buying another fucking thing, it'll be for There's Bayonetta not one 3. Fuck you. One. And then I've got Cloud, two poses as well. Love those as well. And um, yeah, I think they're the only Amiibos I've left out. It's just Cloud, Bayonetta times two, mm. and then Yoshi times three. The three uh, fluffed, fluffed ones or whatever the hell you call them. The woolly ones. The woolly worlds. Yeah, that was a good game. They should port that to fucking... Uh, Nintendo mm. Switch. And how many how many amiibos do you have though in ge- general? Oh, like fucking 30, 40, probably, I don't know. 30 of mm, okay. Yeah, I haven't sure. brought fuck Thank all for, for this generation. They were all from for- Wii U when they first came oh, yeah. out and I was collecting them. And at some stage you realize oh, yeah. mm-hmm. I guess you're collecting the Mario card no, as well. Yes, I will be, Karen. That's damn right. Yes. You can find us all on Twitter by heading to explosionnetwork.com <laughs> slash Twitter. You can let us know what you thought of the show or if you uh, got any course ideas for me to do, you can email mail explosionnetwork.com with the subject line Mario Kart. Um, and we will see you here same time, same couch next week. Bye. Malang. Don't forget you can subscribe to the show wherever you're currently listening and you can drop a review if you can. Find more great shows like this and more content over at ExplosionNetwork.com and please consider supporting us for as little as a dollar over on our Ko-fi page by heading to ExplosionNetwork.com slash support. Thanks for listening. I hope you run into your own big toe. What the, the fuck? Uh, that's not what I thought you was going to say, but that's disgusting. <laughs> <laughs>